Hey guys, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm the host. And each week we call my dad, Toby Slough, and we just talk about common struggles that we all have in our day-to-day life. And he gives some awesome wisdom. So we want to invite you to peek in on our conversation so that you can glean from his wisdom as well. So let's call my dad. Well, hey, B, what's up? Dad, look at that setup you got. You're looking so fish. I am very a fish, as you like to say. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm a little tired today. I uh, had one of my not-so-great sleeping nights, but I'm okay. Yeah? Yep. Well, the weather doesn't help much either. You know, you the other day you said... I looked good and I told you there was going to be a day I didn't get dressed up for this. And that was today because it is raining and yucky. So I feel like all the moms will be able to relate. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up before I could because you know Mm -hmm. that the best defense is a good offense, don't you? Exactly. I went ahead and said it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How's the garden? What's the garden update for everyone wants to know? Well, we've gotten some things in the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, if my boys continue to go check on it on a regular basis, it will be an act of God if anything comes out of it. But hey, we got some good rain, so we'll see. Yeah, you put up a fence trying to keep Howie out, but really, we've needed it to keep the children away. No doubt. They, uh, you know, they want to go and see what's happening. So I love that part of it. I like the fact they love it. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It has been fun. It has been fun. <laughs> Um, so, you know me, oh no, I'm about to sneeze. What do we do when we're on a podcast and we sneeze? Oh no. You sneeze. I'll just keep talking so nobody can see it. There you go. Golly. Okay. I think I got past that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so I have a story. This is like a random topic that you're probably going to be like, where did this come from? But you know, I like to, uh, all of the wisdom and advice I ask you usually comes from something that's happened in life. And it starts with a story. So you ready for this? Um, Gideon. Okay. Back up. Grant is a, um, for everybody that doesn't know, he's a football coach. And recently a few months ago, he was able to baptize one of his players. Um, the guy called him and asked him to said he had had a huge impact on his life and asked him to, Baptize him. So for all you coaches and teachers that listen, just know that you are have a great opportunity to plant seeds. And maybe, you know, maybe you're not going to get to see the fruit, but you might get to. And that's super awesome. So side note, but that started a lot of conversations in our house with Gideon, who, um, about what is baptism? What does that mean? You know, and, um, we talked about, about it. And he, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today overall, like how do we help our kids and even, you know, people around us grow in their own faith. And then also how do we know, especially with our children when they're ready to, and they understand what, what baptism means and when they, when they're ready for that, you know what I mean? So that's kind of our topic today. Are you ready for that? Sure. <laughs> let's start talking before we talk about Gideon and baptism. Let's mm-hmm. just talk about, you know, the big question I think parents have is how do I help my child 
build or develop or grow or discover wherever they are on the journey, their own faith. I think that, you know, the, the goal of every mom and dad is that their child as they uh, mature and grow will, will build their own faith and not rely on their parents. And I think that's an important topic, especially in today's world. Uh, I think that uh, there's two extremes that we need to avoid. One is the extreme of uh, never talking about God, about how God is at work in our lives, about how we connect our daily lives to Jesus. And then the other end, quite honestly, that I see more than any is parents kind of superimposing that over their kids and I would just religious talk and over religion in every aspect of life to where it's almost like you put your finger, you know, if, if I'm walking down a hall and mom puts her fingers in my back to kind of push me along, I'm naturally going to stop because I'm feeling pushed mm-hmm. by someone else. And I've watched that happen with kids in the past. And so the big question really is, you know, how do you begin uh, to create an environment where your kids can grow in their faith? And you, you, you talked about the garden a moment ago and, you know, I told Gideon the other day how much Jesus talks about farming, gardening in the Bible, because he was in that environment. And we know that to grow a plant, uh, you've got to you've got to water it, but it has to be exposed to the sun, right? Right. And I think with our kids, we have to understand that God brings that growth. Our job is not to grow our children. Our job is to expose them to things that puts them in an environment where they can grow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You talk about this too, because just last night. Uh, you had actually watched the kids and we had a little incident of, um, not telling the truth. (laughs) And we were talking about that this morning. I was talking about it with Gideon and I, I have a hard, like, I want to, that's a struggle I have is I want to teach him about the Bible and what, and why we do the things we do and how God calls us not to lie. But I also don't want to be like, banging it over his head with like, and it feel like such a, if you don't follow the rules, then you are, you know, like, like God seems like this big rule maker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's, a, that's a mistake. I think mm-hmm. we send a message, you know, when you do fill in the blank, you make Jesus very sad kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, uh, and I think most of the time that exposure I mean, I sound like a broken record, I know, but it's 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 sharing our own story, right? It's mm-hmm. how we began to connect the truth telling of Jesus to our need to tell the truth. Not like we have to, but it, because we're in a relationship with somebody, we want to tell the truth, even when it's a challenge, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. So you're saying first like make a connection with your kid of like you struggle with you know like something that's happened in your own life essentially first yeah. and yeah, it's, go ahead go ahead no i just i just want to make sure like that i understand so to be able to relate to them and make it more of a here's what i learned when i was going through this type of situation so that they don't feel like you're like they know that you're not this you're you've experienced something similar and then go ahead exactly it's it's not 
it's it's not what you did, it's what you're doing. It's acknowledging, mm-hmm. hey, sometimes it's hard for me to be completely honest when there's something I really want. But what mm-hmm. I found has been that uh, Jesus gives me strength to do that and helps me sometimes even to do hard things because I know that that's a better way for me to live. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of a summation of how yeah. you talk about that. But I think you too have to be careful, baby, that that all of your talk about Jesus is not in corrective action, right? Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it has to be just, and again, it's, you know, it's not overwhelming our kids, but it's just making Jesus real in our own lives and making sure that we're regularly and consistently, we're normalizing a relationship with Jesus in our everyday life. Okay. Yeah, that's good. What about as our kids get older? Like, obviously, you know, I'm in the littles phase, but I can think about growing up um, and being, you know, preteen slash teenager and having friends whose parents or just pushing them, pushing them, pushing them to go to church, go to youth, do all this stuff. And that, like you said, made them not want to do it. So how do you develop a child's faith when they're a little bit older too, without, you know, like knowing like, okay, our family goes to church and this is what we do, but not forcing them to be involved. How do you like kind of nurture that? You know what I mean? That's a great question. You know, that was a, a fear that your mom and I had at, at some level of awareness of uh, overexposure, if you will, for you mm-hmm. guys. And, you know, I think in the early years, if you kind of establish by your actions, hey, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. As they get a bit older, just like in every other aspect of their lives, at times, you've got to let them make that choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every time, you know, mm-hmm. we don't, you're not going to let Gideon at 13 decide whether or not he needs to go to the doctor if he's sick or, you know, or if he needs Mm -hmm. to go to school. Mm -hmm. But there are times that you go, I remember the time you said to me, I just don't want to go tonight. Mm -hmm. And I paused for a moment and I said, okay, you can stay home. And I think it surprised you a little bit because I really think you were more testing me than not really wanting to go. But I just felt like we were in a season where you needed the freedom to feel like Number one, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to your garage makes you a car. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to equate a relationship with Jesus to going to church. Mm-hmm. I want you to see that being with other people who are uh, at whatever level we're, you know, we're, 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 we're moving in the same direction that, that you're getting nurtured and fed with things that build your faith up. That's important to build your relationship with Jesus. The goal isn't church. The goal is Jesus. Totally. But you know me, I'm a local church guy. So I think like I would have never, I don't think allowed you to go a couple of years without going to church because, you know, at 14, 15, even though, you know, you'd like to push me, the freedom, I got away the freedom I want to give you with me knowing better than you what you need in your life. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to fall off the end of either one of those extremes. I think a lot of people, they are looking for like black and white, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, you have to op- yeah, you have to operate in the gray some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? that's, I was, I, I have me thinking too, about at least for me growing up, the people I surrounded myself, my friendships really affected 
what I wanted to be involved in. And, um, so I feel like now being on the other side of it, you know, as a parent, probably like you can add on to this cause you've been there. I haven't, but I was thinking about how just making sure our children, our kids have good relationships. Their friendships are really what's gonna drive them too. And obviously you can't force friendships, but like teaching them now what a good friend is and what it looks like and how to make good choices in your friendships probably will set them up for making better choices, you know, and what they're involved in and what they value as they get older. Yeah, let's go back to the garden, right? We talked Mm -hmm. about exposure. You have to have the exposed to the sun. And the other thing is you have to be planted in good soil. Mm -hmm. And that's where the the friendships come. You you, I want to I want you, I wanted you and Ross to be planted Mm -hmm. in soil that brought life and that gave you opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, there's no perfect soil and there's no perfect set of friends, but I want the overwhelming majority of your friends to be people who at least were pointed in the same direction as you were. And that's incredibly, Mm -hmm. incredibly valuable. Mm -hmm. And then you come to this point that you're talking about with Gideon, you know, where he watches his dad baptize somebody and uh, what a moving thing, not only for you, but for a child to watch. I think you'll only know when you're my age and he's your age, how big an impact that had. But then he says, I want to be baptized. And I think, you know, the big question I get from mamas and daddies is, so how do I know if they're ready? And my answer is, well, you don't. (laughs) I'm not really sure what being ready is. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready uh, to get married. I just knew I loved her, but I didn't have a clue what it meant to be a husband. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do know that I didn't sit in a wedding ceremony and turn and go, you know, that was really awesome. I think I'll get married. Yeah, there, there, there has to be a level of that commitment. So I always encourage parents, just ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like when Gideon says, hey, I, when can I be baptized? Well, why do you want to be baptized? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you when he's articulating things that's not about I want all my friends to be there. I think it'd be cool to be in the water. All those when, when he starts talking about, no, I, I've given my life to Jesus and I want everybody to know about it in whatever way that's giddy terms. Right. Mm, yeah. Then and you know and you and Ross, I just put you off as long as I could. I I just slow played you, mm-hmm. and you asked a hundred times. I think mm-hmm. because you had seen thousands of people. When can I get baptized? Well, soon, baby. Just why do you want to do it? And we would mm-hmm. talk about it a little bit. And over time, uh, I think it just became obvious. Hey, this was a this was a step you wanted to take, and I think this is true about every aspect you know baptism in our circle you know of christianity we we think that's like that is a huge step of a public confession of something that's already happening in your heart so that's a milestone but it's only one milestone there's a milestone of giving your life to jesus there's a milestone of choosing to serve like jesus there's a Mm -hmm. milestone of going public with your faith. I mean, there's all these steps along the way. Mm-hmm. And so as, as Gideon starts to articulate more and more without you bringing it up, without him seeing a baptism, but Hey man, I've really been thinking about this and I want to be baptized. I, I, I you know, I want everybody to know that Jesus is like, he's the bomb for me. He's the, he's the guy I'm following. Then 
man, let's go celebrate his baptism, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because we talked, we have talked more about it and tickle. <laughs> and he, you know, I talked to him about this more of the specifics and 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 I think he he thought if he didn't like the baptism was the act. Do you know what I mean? Not the like right. um actual act talking to God and asking him and you know into his heart. So we got to talk about how that's just to tell, you know, other people and to make that commitment essentially. But that doesn't mean like he thought you get baptized, you go to heaven, like the acts of it. And he was like, I want to do it now. It's like, he didn't want to miss out on, cause we talk about what heaven's going to be like too. So it honestly too, as a parent, it's made me, you know, like, okay, well, what you really have to, I want to dive more into like, what, what do we believe? How do we explain it to our kid? It starts good conversation here. And I've got to talk about it with other moms. And so I would, I just think that sometimes when our kids ask us questions, it can seem scary if we don't have the answer. I don't know about other people, but I'll be like, uh, I don't know, but let me find out. And I feel like that lends to you growing as a parent and then also getting to your kid, getting to see that you don't have to have all the answers, you know? So I say that because I hope it can be scary when your kids start asking those questions. You want to have the answer, but I want to encourage people to like, know it's okay. Cause I think that's one thing y'all did a good job of is of letting us feel like you might not know everything, but you would help us figure that out. You know, even today as a parent, as you support me as an adult, you know, you're like, I actually don't know or whatever. That's okay. (laughs) Well, let's remember this, baby, about raising kids, about following Jesus, about being a mom, being a husband, a wife. I mean, there is this healthy balance between head and heart, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And because the heart is so subjective, Mm -hmm. right? we tend to go to the head. It's like, okay, if they can answer these questions on the quiz. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've got to remember there's this combining of a head and a heart. And as you see a heart turn toward God Mm -hmm. and a head that is beginning to understand at some level, doesn't have to have all the answers. I mean, I am, I'm, I'm a heart guy. Uh, First and foremost, I lead with my heart and then come with my head. And so I think that's probably why I'm okay to operate in that gray a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Jesus, you know, I'm, I don't think we're going to go to heaven. Jesus is going to go, well, you know what, man, I'd let you in, but you missed a couple of the right. answers on the quiz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that's not important, but, you know, you're a, you're a heart person. Your husband is a head person, which mm-hmm. most people listening don't have two heart or two head. Jesus loves us too much to give us that. Can you imagine if mom was a heart person? <laughs> My goodness. I mean, she's got a great heart, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And so, like, that you ought to, that ought to balance you. You know, mm-hmm. that ought to balance you as a parent. And just know, man, uh, like, Jesus got giddy. Jesus loves mm-hmm. giddy. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, God is proud of Gideon. And you got to continually remind yourself because then it gives you freedom to like not operate out of a fear of not doing the right thing, not saying the right thing, missing a moment. Yeah. Just, man, I mean, you're going to do your best and trust God for the rest Mm -hmm. in that thing. Yeah, you're right. That's good. Well, I love, I know other people too love like specific takeaways from our 
talks that we can like end with, you know? And so mm-hmm. I would ask you, what are if like, what are three things we can be doing as a parent of any age kid to be um, helping our kids grow in their faith? And this might be something you've already said, but just in final to like, so we can kind of like it really get into our hearts moving forward, what we could be doing. Yeah, I'm sure I've, you know, I am Johnny TikTok, so I'm sure I've TikToked about this. Yeah, three things. Yep. <laughs> but I'd say number one, I would say uh, you cannot give what you did not have. Mm-hmm. And so number one, you've got to regularly be connecting to God. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, I know this is going to sound silly, but I would I would encourage you, even challenge you as a mom, as a dad, to in your <laughs> reminder app that three times a week, you're going to talk to your child about in a non, hey, let's sit down and have a devotional, just in a regular, hey, today I need to talk to Gideon about how Jesus has been working in my life or ask Gideon about something he's discovering about God. Something, mm-hmm. even when you don't get the response you want, you're planting those seeds, you're planting mm-hmm. those seeds, you're planting mm-hmm. those seeds. And then number three, I would say this, that I think one of the most important things that a mom and daddy can do is pray with their kids. Mm-hmm. Even when it doesn't feel like they're play, paying attention, even when it's like, oh, great, I got to turn off my switch so I can, you know, my, just pray. <laughs> Don't make it long, but just begin to implant into your kids. Hey, man, we talk to God because he matters to us. Mm-hmm. If you'll do those three things, if you'll stay connected to the vine, mm-hmm. if you'll give yourself a reminder to at least a couple of times a week, Make sure in regular conversation, you're talking something about your relationship with Jesus, connecting it to your life in a non-threatening, non-religious way. And number three, if you'll regularly pray aloud with your kids more than thank you, God, thank you, you Esther and her, thank you, God, for food, which is sweet. But there's just a short little brief. Hey, God, thanks for today. We love you. Thanks for being with us and helping and helping us sleep well tonight. And we know you're going to be with us tomorrow. That kind of little thing that's mm-hmm. non-threatening, non-religious, it begins to send the message to your kids. Mm-hmm. Hey man, God's real. Jesus matters. Uh, this is who we are. This isn't something we do. We are children of the King. Mm, those are good. Thank you. I appreciate that, dad. Well, Hey, you probably would have gotten a couple of more for you to wash your hair today. I think. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I know I will, you know, you look pretty. Yeah. You look pretty, but especially like if you were working on the car. So whatever. Well, all right. I love you. I'll forgive you for that eventually. And thank you. we'll talk next time. <laughs> love you. Love you. Oh, another great convo in the books, y'all. Thank you for listening. I hope that you took some really good practical takeaways from today's episode. I know I always do. Um, Dad is a very quotable guy, I feel feel like. (laughs) Thank you for being here each week. If you're new, thank you for listening for the first time. If you haven't checked out our website, we are at beagobi.com and you can check out all that... My dad and our ministry called Gobi is doing surrounding mental health for adults and kids. And this this podcast, Hey Dad, Can You Talk, is just one little part and of how we want to resource kids, parents, 
families, pastors, organizations, faith, um, communities, and even schools. And so if you wanna learn more about what is Be A Gobi, head to our website. Also sign up for our newsletter while you're there because each week we send out an email full of encouragement. Sometimes there's some free downloads and just peruse through there because we love to offer free things as a gift to our people that visit. So I'm sure you can find some awesome resources on our website. Once again, don't forget to check out the show notes that's in the description of the podcast and check us out on all different social platforms so that we can get to know you better. We love y'all and we'll see you next week.